0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope everybody's doing exceptionally well. I hope everyone had a relaxed, refreshed weekend, had a chance to uh, recollect, get ready for the next work or school week. For those who are new, welcome to Building Community Trust. Um, if you want the content and material, please stop by the website, www.rebuildingcommunitytrust.org. Again, this site is dedicated to police matters and justice, um, promotes advocacy, promotes empowerment to those to get involved in their laws get in touch with their congressmen, and lobbyists, to spread the word from all the issues that we're having today. Um, so definitely uh, talked last time about juvenile justice. I know this is supposed to be in the video. However, um, there's a lot of stuff I'm dealing with domestic violence, sexual abuse, sexual assault. I just finished a course I'm trying to work on my credentialing and certification for advocacy for sexual assault. Um, So it's kind of touched my heart. I've been actually dealing with it on a personal level um, from from um, people, just people coming to me talking. And also I've dealt with it when I was younger, as far as experiencing domestic violence and seeing it. Um, So I'm going to kind of talk from my heart today. I'm also going to provide statistics and provide a couple cases that was online. Some stuff that I've seen to kind of add to this. But I'm going to talk a lot uh, personally today and from my heart relationship wise give some advice i um, not an expert but this is things I experienced or seen or put together from others so I want to kind of talk from a ministerial aspect today um, take some notes as always you feel free if you got any comments questions anything that you want to say please drop it in the comments below please reach out I'll definitely be entertained any comments or questions um but definitely want to kind of talk a little bit today about that so uh Got some uh, stuff from the KWAC. Uh, This is the CAWC. Also got some statistics. It was some stuff on there for uh, New York law, the New York Times. Um, So basically there's a law that's been passed called the Domestic Violence Survivor's Justice Act by the governor. It was just recently signed. And basically it was a case where a woman, she uh, killed her boyfriend, living boyfriend. It was a lot of sexual abuse, domestic violence going on. They had kids involved. And she was supposed to be sentenced to 25 years to life. But with this new act, it is now her, uh, her case was reduced to five to 15 years. It was signed in May of 2019. So that's the actual date it was signed. But basically dropping the charges due to the fact that she uh, had to prove that uh, the abuse was going on and she was in the fear of her life. So this is the quality of this law, retrospect to the evidence of the abuse degree of the abuse and how you be able to establish the abuse proven in court and um as far as uh just being able to have that those things proved to show that abuse was taking place and that it was needed to preserve life or the life of a, a child downside the law there's always cons and pros and cons but it's not really any guidance to instruct either litigants or the court concerning the burden of proof which could cause for the first case to fail, and it was other cases before this, and it didn't work. So it was a case by case. Got to really look at the evidence. Got to look at the the facts before you say that this charge was uh, not actually homicide or murder or manslaughter. It was actually in defense. It's kind of like standing your ground, which I talked about last video, <laughs> proving that this he was in need to commit uh, kill this person due to the fact that abuse was taking place. So you got to be, you got to have your facts straight. You got to have the evidence to prove and make sure that this stuff stands so you won't you won't, you know, be caught out here with life. Um, there was another case where mom was found guilty of murdering boyfriend, received like a sentence under a new law where it didn't work out. She uh, she not prove that it was a uh, physical abuse, sexual abuse taking place. It was more or less murder, committed murder, more premeditated and she ended up um, getting the actual maximum sentence uh, that the judge gave, due to the fact she couldn't prove that 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 law uh, stood for her in the case of sexual abuse. Not saying that it wasn't none, but you have to be able to prove that it was. Um, a lot of stuff in place for domestic violence victims, and um, we just gotta uh, mm-hmm. we, we we gotta continue to study our laws. We gotta continue to look at what the lobby is doing. Lobbyists is putting out to Congress. Like I said, 2020 elections is coming up. A lot of issues on the table. You know, if this is is being presented, what can you do for me as far as, you know, Mm -hmm. making stuff easier for domestic violence or any topic of that matter? Make sure that you're studying your your people that you're electing, you know, whether it's it's at the federal level, presidential level, whether it's at the city council level, state level, um, uh, judicial court level. There's there's many different ways to look at it. You just got to be on it. You gotta be on it when you vote in office because that's going to make or break the laws. Those are the ones that's going to support the laws that we put in place. <laughs> um, some uh, uh, statistical number, some numbers. Uh, this is in Illinois. This is not everywhere, but just it stood out. Uh, Thirty thousand one hundred twenty-one DV services being offered um, through the KCAWC. Three hundred forty-seven women and children have received safe, confidential shelter. Thirty-five hundred DV hotline calls is made, and um, that's just interesting to see that because. Um, this is how much is going on. And this is just Illinois. This is not all the other states in, in the United States. This is not even stuff that's going on worldwide. I'm not gonna even touch how it is worldwide, because every country, even some countries where uh women, you know what I'm saying again abused by men, is is probably phenomenal. And that a lot of that's is a culture. So the way the culture falls, so it's a lot of it's not laws in place to protect women and kids or those who are elderly or whatever the case may be to put stuff in place where domestic violence continues to happen to closed doors. So we just not, we're just speaking with America. We're not even talking worldwide, but this state alone, this is the m- amount of stuff. This is like 2018. So like I said, I'll post it on the webpage, but this is uh, the numbers. So when we think about 30,000, 121 DB services offered, that's how much this is happening. Whether if it's with one white household or just repetitive where it kept keeps happening. They have to keep getting the services. So we got to look at these numbers and that's just, you know, imagine how it is in other states. It could be higher, it could be lower, but well, this is why it's so important to talk about. Uh, so CAWC, Connections for Abused Women and Their Children, that's what it stands for. Um, we we, uh, we just, we got to look at these things. Uh, domestic violence is... Um, Again, very like an epidemic, you know. So this with sexual assault and domestic violence are like hand in hand. And the sexual assault is on the rise. You see the news where so many people are coming out about it. Um, the celebrities, you see, you know, all those getting they getting you know sexual assault claims are coming out, sexual harassment claims are coming out. The women are starting to speak up. They're getting empowered and they feel like that they can you know speak up about this stuff, whether whatever motive is in their heart. So this is why we need to be aware of the laws. We need to be aware of the things we need to do and start, you know what I'm saying, being careful out here. So I'm going to put some bullet points out, uh, some some of the factors of, of domestic, what what the cause of domestic violence, why does it happen. I'm going to kind of expand, elaborate on those a little bit. Because um, just want to get to the roots, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I'm going to talk from a... Uh, from a heart level today, you know what I'm saying, with this, I'm not going to go to criminal justice on it. I'm going to post some stats and post some things on the page. And also, this is Domestic Violence Month. This is Awareness Month. So we need to be aware, you know, this is awareness. This is why I do what I do to spread the word. You know, we can be aware of not only of the domestic uh violence and domestic assaults as far as the stats, but what resources are available to help those that are going through it. You know, getting awareness is all about awareness. Just like just like sexual assault, suicide, um, AIDS. I mean, there's many examples of awareness. This is what that's why they do this stuff, so y'all people can get knowledge so they can start getting involved. If you know someone's going through an issue with someone, where they're getting assaulted or, or violent abuse, this is the stuff to pass information on, get them resources, so we can they can get out those situations. So some of the stuff uh, I wrote down, some of the causes, control. Physical, sexual, financial, psychological. Some of the factors that people, with men uh, or women, they uh, use the low self-esteem, extreme jealousy, difficulties of anger and regulation and other emotions. Uh, the inequality in socioeconomic status and gender roles. That's another one. Women feeling less to a man. Everything is gender neutral. We got to look at ACEs triggers because this is where the kids come in. This is where this is personal to me. Experiencing domestic violence is at, with parents and, and and people around me, that stuff affects the child. It affects um, their development. It causes their, their minds to be developed differently. They see behaviors and they those behaviors come lifelong. Um, drugs, and alcohol, that's inhibitors. Those things that are common. This is part of why the violence happens. That's also experience. Also an ACEs trigger is dealing with that. Um, incarceration is another one. Um, so those are some of the things I want to expound a part on. So number one um, dealing with uh, low self-esteem uh, just using uh, physical, sexual, financial, psychological means to cause a mix of violence. There are numerous examples. Um, one of the things I can say with that is um, you look at the, when you get in a relationship with somebody, you know, these are the things that we need to value beforehand. You know, a lot of times we get into relationships for many various reasons. Sometimes it's just whether it's, you know, you don't want to be alone or or you or someone you think, you know, or you actually, you know, get engaged at some point in time. You get into these relationships. You got to look at all that stuff. You got to look at the, the physical. You got to look at the the, um, the financial a lot of domestic violence is because of past. You know, you, you have, if you haven't dealt with your, your uh, childhood, you had issues growing up, you haven't dealt with those issues, those behaviors and those patterns develop. And then it carries over into relationships, it carries over into women, into men. Um, difficulty of anger and not dealing with your anger very well. That stuff can can push over as well. It can be something spark you real quick. You know, you had a bad day at work or something's being said. Communication. It's not not solidified in a relationship. And then things get out of hand. And next thing you know, that communication turns violent. And then that's when when it, it goes into domestic violence. As far as a criminal justice perspective, when you're dealing with uh, domestic violence, a lot of times when I seen working and doing what I was doing, you know, if one party uh, commits a domestic violence act, both parties go to jail. You know, there's plain examples where you come to go to, to respond to a call and you see the woman uh, beat up and the kids or you see the, the man. you know, even some men, no matter if it's heterosexual, homosexual this is again, this is not this is not gender neutral. This is not race neutral. All Everyone deals with this. It's not a black thing, white thing. Hispanic, it's everybody. So no matter what, what race or what, what position you in, what social socioeconomic status, rich, poor middle class, everyone deals with domestic violence. Is there some of these triggers, some of these things with dealing with anger jealousy all these different emotions you're not you're not you don't um, manage the emotions very well somebody can say something communication goes bad and then somebody's getting hit um, social and economic status um, that's a, that could be a reason why domestic violence someone's working job you got a man that's trying to work and he comes home and stuff's not done or just or whatever examples that are there as far as he's not making enough money he's frustrated the woman, the woman comes at the man wrong, or vice versa. Woman's working, the man's not working, or well, it doesn't matter. That that could spark uh, domestic violence because you know wrong thing is said, emotions run high, and then the next thing you know, you're you're um you're into a physical altercation. Everything's based off emotions. So if you know if you're not managing those emotions again, you're gonna have problems. Um, one of the biggest things I'm gonna kind of jump off a little bit. Um, on a tangent. Okay. One of the things I want to point out is the perception of double standards in a relationship. Again, I'm not a relationship expert, and you can always leave the comments in the comments below. The society has said about men hitting women, women beaters, right? So men. <laughs> I never condone hitting a woman. You know what I'm saying, but again, this is where the checking emotions come in, because society has dubbed the men not to hit a woman. But like, if you look at the statistics and you look at some of the casework, say there's some women abusing men. They might not be to the extent of a man doing it, but I, I don't believe hitting a woman. But also, I don't believe this is my personal opinion. I'm gonna say it. People can get mad about it. Say what they like. I said, leave comments in the, in the below. You can say what you gotta say. I'll address it. But I'm gonna to speak my head, speak my piece because at the end of the day, I don't believe in a woman hitting a man as well. Yeah, society say no man don't hit a woman, but you gotta understand the roles of a man, right? A man desires respect just like a woman desires love and affection. A woman woman is that that's uh hadn't had their emotions checked and they're not they're not um they 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 got a nasty mouth, just you know, or they feel like they can put a hands on a man. It, that that what that does to a man it dis- it's called disrespect. You, you put hand in man you your hands in a man's face. Don't matter if he's big six foot five, two fifty or five eight two two ten. It don't it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? You put your hands in a man's face and you hit the man and you scratch him up. You know what I'm saying? And you, and you continue to do it because it's two extremes. One extreme is. There's a man that, that probably won't get confrontational. There's some men out there who won't, won't confront women. They won't hit them. You know what I'm saying? They'll take the abuse or whatever the case may be. But, you know what I'm saying? And the, the man's role is leadership. A man's role is to be the provider, the head of the home. That's just the way the roles are designed. Most women would think if a man don't stand up and have a backbone and you let a woman hit on him and talk to him in any kind of way and they don't say nothing to, to the woman or or put any type of... Stand or ground or or stand for something, they're gonna think they're a coward. That's just my opinion. They're gonna think they're a coward, they're gonna think they can't do what they need to do. And most, and when the women take advantage of that, they know that they're gonna continue to, to do that. So that's one extreme. The other extreme is where a man gets extremely violent, there's some men they won't be able to take you, put no hands on a woman. And it's this case scenario, it, you know, there's some men that beat women anyway, because they, they even say something to them wrong. It, it, it don't have to be that serious. And the women will, men will beat them anyway. But in this case where a man, you know, can't take that. Right. And you put your hands in their face and push on them, slap on them, beat on them. Right. And then they lose their temper. They have a, they had probably had a bad day at work. They probably did with some, dealt with some things. And then they come home to a woman beating on them and scratching on them and and, and yelling at them and screaming at them to calling them names. He snaps and then he, and he punches you out. <laughs> That's the second extreme. So to me, you have to be able to have the emotional communication, uh, that that uh, that live lifeline connected to where, you know how to deal with your issues, have coping mechanisms to deal with your issues. You got to know how to communicate. You know what I'm saying, just like uh, you don't want a man hitting a woman, it shouldn't be a woman putting their hands on a man, because i what I feel like is, and again, you people feel how they gonna feel. If you woman, if you're a woman, and you and you think you're big enough to hit a man and beat on him and, and fight him, and, you, and and you you're big enough to take the, the, the punishment behind it. that's just what I believe. You not you can't go around here provoking men and hitting on them, and then expect them to just cower down and not do nothing to you. And then the, the relationship is not fruitful. Then then it's no it's no and then you have kids involved on top of that. They're gonna see that and again the ACEs triggers. And then they're going to see that and then they're going to think, OK, that's the way it's going to be. That's how it should be. This is from personal experience, seeing it myself as a kid. It, it does, it's not good for both both parties to, to do any domestic violence. You know what I'm saying? Some of the uh, some of the effects counseling. If communication is not good in that relationship, counseling, talk, talk to the person, go get see someone. Dread, are not your issues. If there's a communication barrier, you should go to go to a counselor. Counseling individual and as a couple Especially if you're married Therapy You know what I'm saying Communication skills and emotions have to be checked Um So that's my little take two on that That's part of what I was saying As far as the um Um what I was saying as far as the, um, the difficulty is anger um and then it also ties in with socioeconomic statuses as well so we got we got to look at these things um drugs drugs and alcohol alcohol part of big domestic violence is in the media I mean you if you're drunk coming home and and you get into it with your spouse or girlfriend or whatever the partner that you're with because you're inhibited by alcohol you say things you shouldn't say you, act, you have actions and things you shouldn't do Guess what happens there's a mix of violence drugs drugs same thing drugs and alcohol is not a good combination to come home and, and have a bad day and then you you have a communication issue and then you start the violence those those are also prevalent what I, what I've seen as well where you and uh, you want a drug or you want a alcohol and you out there and you get into it with your spouse and then or or a partner and that's how it goes down so drugs drugs is a big one um knowing the balances knowing the roles. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times women has been on the short end of the stick. This is where this me Me Too movement started. This is why it's so big with with uh domestic and sexual assault because of the of women. Women feel like the the less gender role over the years. And then as women get empowered, they're working corporate jobs, they're they're CEOs, they're managing their independent, you know what I'm saying? They don't need a man really for anything. You know what I'm saying? And that switches the role for a man because now you know I'm saying that man is being emasculated a lot of times they feel some type of way and then when a when a woman is is a, uh, we'll say example a woman doesn't have the standard of a woman the man's not meeting she chastises and emasculates him he gets mad and gets upset and then it could be a domestic violence issue he could not you know take being emasculated and he goes off and does something it's a lot of examples again i'm just throwing little scenarios here and there i'm not you know saying specific per se but there's a lot of examples i could give where the domestic violence case pulls up or happens. So, um, you know, being able to have that equal equality mindset, treating everybody with respect on both fronts. If you're in a relationship with someone, communication, dealing with emotions, dealing with past hurts, all these different things that we need to uh, address before getting into any type of relationship so we have a better understanding on, on how we deal with things. Because A lot of times if you don't address your communication issues you know, something may come out wrong that didn't mean to come out, Feelings are involved, anger, and then, you know, fighting, or worse, worst case scenario, shooting or killing. Um, another one I forgot to mention: mental health. Mental health is another one I talked about in my last video. Mental illnesses. There's there's people in relationships where they they no matter what is done or said, they go off the deep end. Something could not go their way, they go off the deep end, and the mental illness is not you know you're not getting help for it. You're not taking the medicine. You're not seeking the therapy. There's been cases where where stuff got a of control and a guy, guy or girl went up taking a gun and killing that individual. You know what I'm saying? So mental illness is another uh, barrier to uh, having to, having domestic violence issues. Um, there's a lot, a lot of, again, a lot of cases on it. Um, domestic violence is caught at earlier stages. That's the time allowed for the person to leave and find shelter or DV shelter or else's home, friends, mm-hmm. and have protective restraining orders. So, again, this is for the women and men, you know, they mostly women. But however, if you're in a situation you don't need to be in Stockholm Syndrome, I don't want to leave because I love him. He's been good. I don't I don't I, don't, I can't find no one else mentality where you don't you want to leave and you stay in a dangerous situation, especially if kids are involved need to seek help. A lot of situations where a woman stays with a man because they're financially stable. They don't want to be alone. They don't want to start over they invested time. And they go and they stay in this relationship Abusive relationship where They'll stay until death You know what I'm saying Because they go off a situation where the man abuses them And then turns around, he's sorry Makes up for it, right? They, they make up and they say they'll do better The woman believes and them And it happens and it keeps happening and it keeps happening Until when she says she's leaving It's too late because now That foothold's there All he finds out, then you got to be you got to have a restraining order Because he's going to come and try to do something to you <laughs> Vice versa with the women, the same thing. Women, you know, abuse men. Men stay, stay. Woman finds out he's she, she's uh, leaving or cheating on her. Next thing you know, there's a possible domestic violence. Gotta, you know, what I'm saying, don't stay in situation. You obviously, you know, you don't need to be in. No matter how good, good a person that you think he is to you, if he's abusing you, it's a dangerous situation. You got kids, definitely need to, get, you know, find uh, get split your situation up. You don't need to be in a situation where a kids are seeing you argue and fight. You don't need to be in a situation where um, they're getting abused or seeing it, their parents abused. Again, it's from personal experience. Seeing it, um, the, stuff, the stuff stays with you. So you, you definitely need to uh, be mindful of what you're doing when it comes to that. Um Say from a criminal justice aspect, police involvement will have to be proactive because of the minimal roles of police powers. Police can't really do much about that. Uh, a lot of stuff. A lot of times the police only comes in when it's, when it's happening or when it's already happened. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, as far as um police involvement, you know, earlier, you, if you know it's sexual, uh, sexual or domestic abuse or violence, you need to be proactive. Report it early. You know what I'm saying? If you know you see signs of something like that happening, find your way out as early as can. Don't wait till it's too late. You know what I'm saying? it's only really thing you can do with domestic violence: restraining orders. Be truthful. They're good for to a certain extent. And just be realistic. You know what I'm saying? There's been times where people still you have restraining order, restraining order on someone, and they they go they still find a way to you. There's nothing 100% proof. Be proactive. You know what I'm saying? Be safe. Um, get a relative or friend involved, someone that you know, co-worker, someone. Let them know where your whereabouts are. You know what I'm saying? Communicate what you're doing, where you're going. So if something ever happens, a lot of times with these crimes, they get they get the person gets missing, they're kidnapped, and then they're gone. <laughs> Always communicate where you at, where you're going. Restraining orders, If you know, if you gotta stay to at a relative's house, because you know you can't stay at that person's house 24-7. At some point in time, you're gonna get you wanna leave, go to work. And if this person's seriously uh, on that domestic violence tip and they're stalking and abusive. You gotta put stuff in place. You gotta be safe. Self defense courses. Go to the range. Learn how to pick up a weapon. Whatever you have to do to protect yourself. Mainly is for the women. You need to do so. You know what I'm saying? Find your way out the situation early. Don't stay in something too long. Because the longer you stay in something, the, the, the attachment, the attachment to that person gets stronger. And then, you, and you make up and make up and break up, and make up and break up. Eventually, when you finally ready to stop talking to this individual, they already got an emotional soul tie. And then they have a soul tie when you try to actually leave them for real, they lose their mind. I've seen it. You know, so take measures to make sure that you're safe. Um, let me see about anything else I can touch on. Um, but those are the four bullet points that uh that I I put out about this about this uh topic again. Recap physical, sexual, financial, psychological. Low using inhibitors, using things to keep the person locked in. Someone with low self esteem, uh, jealous, difficulties with anger regulation of other emotions. And if, you, if you got low self esteem, it's, it's something you got to deal with. You know, if someone put that low self esteem, make sure that you, you're so low that you have to stay. That's not that's not the move. You know what I'm saying? you Got to love yourself. Love yourself enough to 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 not put yourself in a position for abuse. There's nothing no one too that good. To where you have to take someone's mess Because of low self-esteem <laughs> um, Jealousy If someone's jealous these, these are red flags This is basic one-on-one relationships Someone who's extremely jealous And they, they're they possessive That's not the move either Because what's going to happen is If you if you you, you you can be walking on eggshells Pretty much the whole relationship you, you might not even be doing nothing wrong You could be doing something positive That person's jealousy and possessive They're going to assume something That's not true and then they gonna they're gonna take an action or make a impulse decision or impulse action because of what they seen or heard. Need to make sure the emotion's in check. Anger, we already spoke on anger. If someone gets angry at the drop of a hat, whether male or female, that, that's not the move. Female gets mad because you you she assumes you talk to someone or you do something they don't like and they get they get they spaz off on you, putting their hands on you and you put your hand in the face and on your eye and all that stuff, that, that's not the move. Provo- and then you, your man easily provoked something said or done and then you easily provoked and then you snap off and hit the woman that's not the movie so many different scenarios both parties need to you know make sure that their emotions are checked um, Social I call it socioeconomic status that could be a role gender roles woman being more more of the breadwinner than the man that could also trigger domestic violence vice versa when the man being the breadwinner and the woman's not not knowing their roles, not knowing what, what their positions are, what their lanes are in in a relationship, that could, spe- it could, could uh, contribute to domestic violence. Childhood, uh, critical years of childhood growth with being that type of environment, ACEs triggers. They're not dealt with through counseling or addressing those issues as they become adults. They're going to think the behavior is OK and they may put themselves in uh, domestic violence situations, whether allowing it or being the aggressor in it. Both both versions. So we both have to deal with those ACEs triggers, get those get that therapy, get that counseling. Um, taking proactiveness and get taking action, being awareness, having stuff in place. If you know what's going to happen, if you can't end the relationship or you already have kids, that's the time you need to start making moves to separate yourself. before It gets too late. A lot of the domestic violence cases happen when they, the death or being missing happens at the very end when the person decide to leave after should have been left six months ago, year ago, whatever the case may be. Um that's that's about it. Um you got we gotta uh look at these uh factors. Need to uh take the time, be aware of what we're doing, who we engaging with. It's easier said than done, because a lot of times it's, it's always an investment of time and, and money and, and, and love and and all that stuff. But it's nothing like I said, nothing too worth getting abused. So many domestic violence cases, I'm gonna post them on the page. You're gonna see the numbers, and you're gonna be like, Man, how, how is this? these numbers are so high. It's not really, nothing, nothing really uh, law enforcement can really do about it either. They can, they can, you, you proactive, you come to them. Some some places may not even deal with that. Depending on the evidence, depending on the time, there's resources, depending on what happened, it may nothing, all they're gonna really tell you is split up. Uh, most of them, when dealing with domestic violence, at least in the state of Georgia, you split up. They get you, they take one person. Other person, they they arrest them, both parties go to jail, or they, they have them let the other person leave. There's nothing the law enforcement can really do about that. It takes the person that's in a relationship to seek the help. There's resources. I'm going to post them on the page. If there's shelters, there's counselors, there's resources that you can go to to advocate and get you out, out the door if, if you um, are dealing with that type of situation. <laughs> but again, it just takes the person to realize what they're getting into. And once they're in it, they need to go ahead and find a way out of it. Being proactive, using the resources. So that's all I got with domestic violence. Um, again, any comments? Put it in the link below. Glad to address them. Um, oh, just a quick uh, recap on the Amber Geiger case. Uh, that's the uh, case where she entered to the guy's home, they was eating ice cream, and she shot and killed him. Um, that's that. There's a lot of outrage, a lot of anger about it. I was a little angry. <laughs> Um also with people talking about how the brother forgave her and the judge and stuff like that, that's on a spiritual level, that's that's just Jesus' example of forgiveness and love. And that's something I believe in, despite of in people's comments they wouldn't do it because of um, you know, of what happened prior, all the, the the hate built up with police, especially white police shooting black, you know, men or whatever the case may be. I understand it, but I'm also a Christian. So when I think of those things and and Jesus uh, gave us the example to forgive, despite of what happened to us, that God's grace is more than sufficient. You know what I'm saying? So I have a heart for that. And I respect his brother doing that and forgiving her because it frees yourself. You know what I'm saying? In spite of what people say that I believe in that, you know what I'm saying? And again, I always say. A lot of people say they can't do something to the end. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to old boy for doing that and forgiving her uh, Amber for what she's done from a Christian's perspective. It's the right thing to do. We're not looking at race. You know, I try not to be convoluted with just the the anger. But, you know, end of the day, that's the right thing to do. As far as the case itself, it it was unjust. 10 years is not enough for that. Um, And then she tried to use the castle doctrine. I talked about that last video. So if you want to know more about that, you can go back to the last video. But the castle doctrine where she felt like she was he, uh, he was in her home. But again, a lot of miscue cases um, and it's just plain out wrong, plain out wrong. He was in his, his apartment. Despite of uh, fatigue and being coming home a long day, there's no excuse to go trying to go you know, off someone in their home or because he came out the door. So that that case was, was clear cut. It was 10 years. <laughs> And not enough time at all. Not enough time is just for like, you know, this is why, again, we got to get aware that just is this is this is the truth. You got to be aware. Got to be aware of uh, your laws. You got to be aware of what's going on around you. You got to be aware of what you're doing. Uh, now even then, that's not enough. But I think the only thing, the positive thing I can say is, is just continue to learn your laws, continue to educate your laws. Uh, educate, I'm sorry, educate those in your communities about it. Get enough power, get enough uh, people that's educated to take a stand because I mean there's only I mean clear cut is only so much you can do but not going to give up on advocating because of of we have the injustices this is why I do it because people need to be aware of what's going on educating passing it on to the youth passing it on to those around them so we can all be knowledgeable so if something ever does happen like this y'all can take a stand go to those congress go to those people make a fuss whatever we got to do to the laws are change you know what I'm saying so but she did get 10 years not enough time, but you know what I'm saying that's how it is with the justice system. Until we continue to make changes with it, so that's pretty much what I have. Um, stay tuned to um, more videos. I'm gonna definitely uh, probably do a definitely going to do a sexual assault video. Definitely going to do um, juvenile justice. I'm going to get to back to it, but I, this is one of the topics that I wanted to speak on because of of the constant you know you know having people come to me about it. Taken took a course and they kind of enlightened some notes for me. So. Um, also working on, like I said, re- redoing the page, um, Facebook. So, uh, um, stand by for the new, re- uh, redirection of the Facebook page, Instagram page. It's going to be dedicated just for the site. So it's not going to be, um, doing my page. It's going to be a separate page. So stand by for that. Also in the near future, um, I'm going to post t-shirts I'm going to start selling, uh, building community trust, t-shirts going to start selling, um, different, uh, paraphernalia to support the page, support the movement please support me. You know, it's going to be some nice t-shirts. I'll have different designs, different colors. I'll have hoodies. I'll have any, any type of t-shirt that you want. Want to post them. I'm going to start wearing them. Once they come in, shipping and they come in, I'm going to go ahead and, um, start these shirts. Please support. Pass this stuff on. Christmas is coming up next couple months. Be a perfect gift. I even put a personal letter. Thank you letter in there with it. So y'all can, um, send it all, get, give it to your loved ones. Give it to someone for a gift. So stand by for that. Um, podcast i'm still working on some kinks on that um but it's definitely going to happen soon in the near future so we got a lot of big things coming up i'm gonna post some uh, new material in there as well as far as the, the conference and the cold conference any takeaways that, that they gave during that conference i'm gonna try to post them on the page so just go to go to check out all the material that i have um bright future coming up a lot of stuff still coming out just uh, appreciate the love those who support please pass the word And I'll see y'all next time. Enjoy. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hope everyone's doing well. I just want to put a quick video together to let y'all know that Stand Your Ground Law video is out. Please check it out. Subscribe to the uh, www.rebuildingcommunitytrust.org. Also to my YouTube. I'm going to post a link on the um, on this video so you can check it out. So I'm not gonna draw this video out, but it's a good topic. Um, you have a lot of issues with staying your ground today. And also don't forget about your inspirational quote Wednesdays. Don't forget about um, the other material that's on there for all those who are new. Again, it's on YouTube. I'm gonna um, post a video here on the Facebook, and Instagram pages, and Twitter pages. So if you're any of those uh, streaming venues, please look up the video. Again, enjoy, take some notes, pass the stuff on to someone else and uh, please share stay tuned to the stuff in the future as well I'm doing some more videos and doing some more content also try to expand a little bit to other different uh, venues Spotify Google Play still working on that